You found it. No nonsense. No scripts. Real people on real issues. Hard hitting and action packed with logic, reason, and common sense. Everything you need and everything you've been looking for in a podcast. This is Dynamic Independence with Johnny Anderson, Bruce Adams, Marty Foster, and GP. Welcome to it. Happy Monday, Bruce. How are you? Well, healthy alive. Haven't blown away yet. It's been That's good. Super good. windy here. They had an earthquake over here today. Can you believe that? Over there? Interesting. Yeah. I didn't know you guys had a fault line in that area. Oh, yeah. Actually, there's one that's not too far from here. That's why we have geothermal, because there's a fault line right oh, here. Right. Yeah, well, that makes sense. And the mountain range there as well. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. Makes sense. And there's actually, there's a place, and, and I've been here. Um, anybody, to our German listeners, they might know where this is. Uh, there's a place that's not far from where I am. It's called the Felsenmere. And it's an old, I want to say it's like an old dead volcano site. And it's it's got these giant boulders. And I mean, I'm talking like giant ones that are like the size of a, a small apartment, right? That's how big these things are. And they're solid granite. And it's all the way up the side of this mountain. And you can literally climb up all of them, all the way up through. There's a, you know, it's a hiking trail. You can go up there. So yeah, it's it's just something. There's only four places like it on Earth. And that's one of them. Uh, and it's, it's quite fascinating. But yeah, are you looking it up? Yeah, I was looking it up, uh, checking it out. What did you say? It was Felsenmeer? Felsenmeer. F-E-L-S-C-N-M-E-E-R. Yeah. Felsenmeer. Yeah. Yeah. Translates to roughly Sea of Rock. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I think I still, as a matter of fact, I think I still got some pictures of it around here somewhere. I have to send them to you. But anyway, nothing is kicking off quite the same around the world other than the United States in the manners of spring break, right? Yeah, it's spring break. This is the time. Yeah. Go out, get drunk, get laid, whatever. Whatever yeah. it is, parties do. Whatever it is, Party. these morons do. Yeah, they uh, they they decide they're going to pack up from the universities. They're going to head off to I don't know Miami or something like that, just for the sake of argument. And they will uh, take over a town or a boardwalk near you and throw up all over the beach and urinate all over the streets and get in bar fights and yeah, that's really about all they do. And they're obnoxious and they you know pretty much destroy the place for an entire week and then they go back to their universities and learn more marxism which is ironic they're learning marxism and then they go out and destroy communities that's kind of counterintuitive yeah. is it not they're supposed Just a to be little bit. learning about creating a utopia not a dystopia uh-huh when they're the ones out creating the dystopic uh, yeah. attitude yeah okay uh miami beach has decided that they are going to impose a spring break curfew amid crowding and COVID-19 concerns. You know what? They started this last week and the nightlife down there was just absolutely going crazy. And so the city of Miami just said, you know what? The hell with it, right? Just forget it. Now they decided to implement a curfew and come back at it. There was a dude, I saw a photo, I saw a photo and a video. There's a dude that's down there right now. He's got his, he's no shirt on, right? He's on top of a car. He's got his face painted up like the Joker from Batman. And he's, he's, he's riding on top of the car, waving an American flag saying COVID is over. COVID is over. <laughs> you know, I don't agree with the whole, um, spring break and it's never interests me, never been my thing, but at least they're going out there and acting like it's normal life again, right? I mean, I'm I'm not for the the property damage and and the 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 um you know the pollution and 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 littering and all that kind of stuff that they generate. They kinda, but they kind of are pollution, Bruce. <laughs> Just, well, yeah. I mean, to be fair, we were all that age at one point, right? So, that's true. I mean, but I didn't be behave fair. like that. Like I, I never, no. you know, when I was in college, yes, there were parties and all that stuff, but we never. Sure busted up property. You know, we, we never yeah. caused any destruction. More than likely, you had people back then that would snatch you up and would hold you accountable. Now everybody's a victim, so we can't do that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I don't agree with that part of it. But at the same time, man, get out there and like, these are the these are the youngest ones. These are the ones that are least likely to have problems from COVID. And oh, but no, they're going to get COVID and spread it to other people and blah, 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 whatever the argument is. You know what? By the time they get back and go to their university and everything and are back at doing te- uh, the telecommuting and all that to their classes because you can't have in-person learning because, you know, COVID. 
Hang on a second. They can't. That, yeah. uh, that's interesting. That's interesting. That, that's that's a very good point. I wasn't even thinking about that. They can't have in-person learning or they're highly restricted at in-person learning at the universities, but yet they can go down to spring break and behave like animals. Well, no, they're they're trying to crack down on them to uh, stop them from behaving like this. And, and they're kids. So they are kids, um, but they're you. SWAT teams, riot teams, I mean, all that. They're Literally, they called SWAT on some of them and riot riot teams, and they're going in and arresting them. Now, this isn't this isn't unheard of, right? Anytime there's a spring break, typically there's arrests and whatnot, and law enforcement's called anyway. Like, that, that, that happens. But this is, they're trying to kick out all of them. They're trying to institute a curfew and arrest all of them. And you know what? No, no. They, they yeah, have I'm, the right I'm, to be out there. I'm sitting here laughing at that. And it's like, just let them do their thing. And think about, OK, look at look at it like this. Yes, they are. They are creating a little bit of a problem. But think about the economic boost that you need right now in those areas. Think about that. Why, why would these, you sacrifice that? These kids are wanting to get out anyway. Like, I mean, they you've kept them trapped up and locked up for a year. And you expect them to just bend over and take some more of it? No, they 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 need to be allowed to go out and get rid of some of that energy, burn that energy off. Uh, you know, it's like holding a beach ball underwater. You know, you can only do that yeah. for so long until finally you let go of it. What's going to happen? That thing's going to shoot up out of the water, right? Mm -hmm. Same thing. Yeah. Same thing here. And the longer you keep holding them down, the, the, honestly, the, this is, this is kind of a, uh, parents see this, especially, uh, in, in like, you, you know, the, um, pastor kids, you know, the pastor's kids, they're usually the PKs, usually they're the worst usually ones. the worst. Yeah. It's because they're the I, I ones that are held that. down. Yeah, yeah, I can attest to that. Usually the worst ones. It's like I, I would go out to a party or two back in the, you know, way back in the day. Mm -hmm. And you would always see the preacher's kid over in the uh -huh. corner. And it's like, uh, are you supposed to be here? No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. That's exactly why, though. The, the more legalism you do, the more kind of restrictions they do like this the wilder they're going to be when they finally get their freedom or they bust out and take their freedom. So, you know, the, these, these lockdowns and everything, they have a lifespan. And if you keep, you keep pressing, you will have, um, these kind of things. And honestly, uh, this could spread like wildfire. If they see law enforcement are cracking down on them like this with this much strength, uh, it may make them even more rebellious. So we all went through our teen years and know what it's like. And when you're in your early twenties, you, you're not much, you're not far off from that. So that same mindset. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's a bad idea to, to go in and try to snatch them up like this. Uh-huh. Well, I don't know. I don't know. There, uh, the, well, specifically, we're talking about the city of Miami, and now there's other places I think that have, you know, starting to see the uh, the spring breakers descend upon their uh, establishments. Uh, of course, the CDC's freaking out, saying, uh, "Well, you know, this is going to cause a massive spike." That's what they said last year. It's going to cause a massive yeah. spike. Didn't do anything. Didn't do anything. What? What? Why? Why? Why is it okay for them to go out and protest? But these oh, well, same group of people, the same age but, group. But that's a bigger public health crisis is what they're protesting about than COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, people I, are I'm, risking uh, people are risking COVID to be out there, Bruce. What's wrong with you? And they're risking COVID to be out there to enjoy themselves. So uh, wh what's the problem? Uh -huh. They chose to they chose their risks and they're, they're you know what? Go for it. As long as you're doing what the government approves of, which they approve of the protesting to burn down neighborhoods and smash up storefronts, that's fine because they're at war with small businesses. So they're fine. But if you're out there enjoying yourself, promoting and helping the small business earn revenue, well, no, that's counterproductive. We can't have that. Then then COVID becomes a problem. Citing crowds of violence in the ongoing coronavirus pandemic, Miami Beach city officials declared a state of emergency and issued a curfew for thousands of people who have crowded into the famed party town for the spring break festivities. That's a problem down there. Yeah, they got to have a curfew because because the virus knows exactly when you're going to yeah. be out, right? It yeah. knows. And it's just like being in a restaurant. It knows when you're sitting down. So right. it, it, especially and when you're eating or drinking something, a virus comes along because it knows better and says, uh, oh, uh, this person's eating right now. I'm not going to bother them. I have to come back to them later. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's the logic yeah. that they're using. That, here. Yeah, that, that's why you wear a mask when you walk in. And then when you sit down, the, the virus knows to keep a certain height away from the person. It's uh, like, that's why social distancing works, because it knows to stay <laughs> you know, within a certain distance from each other. So, you know, it's like when I walk into my gym, you have to wear a mask from the door to the workout area, which is all of 20 feet. And when you get to the workout area, you can take it off. 
It's now, so ridiculous. It is it is so tedious and just stupid at this point because you have people that are running on treadmills, cross trainers, and exercise bikes, and each one of them's like taped off with all this spider web of like crime scene tape and caution tape, right? Because the person that's at the bike on the other side of the one that's taped off, really going at it on the bike and getting it, right? There's no way that they're going to infect each other, right? There's no way that'll happen. <laughs> Not to mention the fact that the the health risks, you being on the treadmill with that mask or the double mask, as they're telling yeah. you, or the triple mask. I've, I've watched a, a well-known podcaster did a little experiment with that and did his workouts and the the, the oxygen content in his blood dropped a good, uh, what was it, uh, about 6 to 7%. Uh, no, thanks. Not uh, I'm not wearing a mask. Thanks. I told you I'd, I'd mess around with training in, um, you know, different kind of uh, mask, but it's a mask that's designed for training. It's, it has a specific purpose. It's not some cloth thing. It's got, you know, it's made of high grade plastic and medical grade silicone and all the rest of it. And it's designed to work and, and function in a certain way. It does restrict your breathing, but it's done in a different way. It's not it's not this paper double mask garbage it's like you that is so dangerous to do that i cannot stress that enough they specifically tell you the company that you buy these training masks from specifically tell you do not under any circumstances wear this when you're not training don't do it don't do it unless you're under some kind of supervision by a licensed trainer right for as a disclaimer even if that's a disclaimer you heed that warning now i'm not using this thing unless there are trainers and there's usually four to five trainers walking around at all times to help people with anything if they need them so i mean i, I belong to a good a good club i mean that's kind of what you pay for right mm -hmm. and if there's any problem if there's any problem not only can you snatch that thing off of your head in a matter of seconds but trainers are right there in case you need something that's the only way that i would ever use something like that is in a controlled environment under supervision under no circumstances would i be doing something like wearing a mask one of these these paper do nothing things, which is about as effective as the the training mask that I use whenever I use it. Under no circumstances would I ever use one of those. It's not going to happen. No, I'm not. Uh, I'm not going to go. The, the thing is, is even I, I don't have a membership to a gym because I have equipment at home that I use. But even if I did have a subscription to a gym, if they required me to mask while exercising, uh, I'm canceling my membership. I'm done. See you later. Yeah. That's dangerous. Yeah. Just not doing it. Now, like I said, on an individual level, I said this last week, on an individual level, I'll play nice. You know, if somebody's that concerned about it and that freaked out, but yeah. people have been traumatized. Okay. I get it. Sure. I get it. But if it's that big of a deal, okay, fine. I'll walk around you six feet. I'm not going to be a jerk, but I will not compromise my own health and safety to fuel some political agenda by a bunch of know-nothing politicians. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I draw the line at the government making me risk my own health and safety. It's not going to happen. Any government, I don't care which one it is. You have to provide for yourself first before you can look outward, right? So you take mm -hmm. care of yourself first. And as you said, if it's a health risk, but well, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not risking my health uh, to, to protect you, especially when the masks don't do jack mm -hmm. versus the virus. If this was find, like... You can find me from here to the moon and back. I don't give a damn. I'm not doing it. Oh, well, you, you want to find me. I'm going to sue the hell out of you. Well, yeah, that's I mean, cause, uh, yeah, because that, that whole process and you pull out the science and the data and then you get to, oh, I, I would love it if they did. They that. can't win a court case like that. They'll look like idiots. They'll they'll just they'll drop it for anything else. Back to Miami. Miami Beach Mayor Dan Gelber issued the order on Saturday after several days in which revelers got into fights in the popular spring break destination streets and eateries. And as thousands of people were crowding onto beaches and nightlife locations. Did you hear that, Bruce? People are crowding onto beaches and nightlife locations on spring break while they're on spring break. The humanity of it all. A year ago, we wouldn't have thought twice about people going out and, and going to the beach or partying or, you know. You're on a you beach. Twice. You're on a beach. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's sun. A, it's warm weather. That's the other thing. You're in the sun. Why the hell are you wearing a mask? out in the sun, outside. Like, what the hell are you doing? You don't, you don't need one in that situation. It, it, the, the virus is killed by the, the UV light. So what, what? It, it makes no sense. It, it makes absolutely well, We have no, no sense. evidence to support that, Bruce. We, we have no evidence to oh, support that. right. Yeah, that's yeah. true. We, we don't have 100 years of, of biology data, you know, over the last, yeah, whatever. Yeah. The mayor said, it's like a triple threat. We've got too many people too many coming with a desire to go wild, and we have the virus. It really posed a multi multifaceted peril for us. 
Uh huh. You know what I think a, a multifaceted peril is? Your election coming up. Uh huh. Well, that's not going to fare too well because of the curfew that he put in place. Listen to this: the curfew will be in place for at least seventy-two hours and requires all businesses to close at eight p.m. It also creates a high-impact zone, an area most affected by crowding and brawling, within which several rows will be closed overnight as well. Miami Beach interim city manager told the Miami Herald that he recommends keeping the rules in place through at least April 12th. So here's what I recommend the businesses do. I recommend you get some of your your, um, patrons together, you know, the people that like your business, and you just hang out there and keep your business open. And when law enforcement come in to shut you down, you just tell them politely to leave. At the peak of spring break, we are quite simply overwhelmed in the entertainment district. Well, yeah, people want to gather and enjoy entertainment. That's usually why people go there, sir. I don't know where they find people like this. I really don't. Folks, this is not an easy decision to make. Well, then why are you making it? We are doing that to protect the public health and safety. Now, you see, no. they're doing it no. to protect you. No, this is an easy decision for him. No, of course. If it is. this was a if this was a tough decision, it's not affecting them. They don't have the businesses. They're not the ones out there taking the losses. God, I, I, I seriously, I am. I yeah, sorry, I'm, I'm angry. I, I'm sleep deprived, and no, I'm I get it. I get it. COVID stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I, I get it. I get it. You're right. It's like no, nothing's actually going to change until the community demands that change. You know, and I yeah. and to to like to the Europeans' credit. Right. And I'm not talking about just one nation here to the Europeans credit, the English included. Right. I know they're out of the EU, but all these European countries are having massive protests over the last two days. Massive protests. I'm talking about tens of thousands of people in the streets, peaceful people in the streets. Now, yes, you've got some in there that are wound up and, and, you know, starting trouble and all the rest of it. Yes, you're always going to have that. Example, I watched three protests yesterday live. They were live streaming them. I was watching them. They had like the overhead shots of the the crowds in the city centers and all that in Germany. And they were peaceful. They were peaceful. And you started seeing people filing out. I mean, I was watching them. I had all three of them queued. I got three monitors. I had all three of them queued up. I was watching just to see what was going down with them. And people were peaceful. They were out there with their megaphones and all the rest of it. And as the crowds started to file out for the day, everybody was leaving, right? They had their little... You know, they marched from there down to the park or whatever, and then they dispersed or whatever it is that they do. Well, there was a brawl at one of them for about five minutes, and a couple of people got taken to jail. Okay, which part do you think the mainstream media showed on TV? That five minutes and those people getting maced and beaten to the ground. That's what got shown. And then, of course, you had the police spokesman out there with the stupid mask on his face, and you can't even tell what he's saying because he's So you can't even tell what he's saying. And behind him in the same shot, I don't know where they get these cameramen either. Behind him in the same shot is everybody in that police unit standing in a crowd shoulder to shoulder, talking to each other with no masks on. (laughs) It's the most ridiculous thing. It's like, come on, fellas, you can't even get it together. You you can't even get it together. How pathetic is all of this? Does the average person notice that, though? I don't don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. I, I don't know, because the more and more I see... I mean, out driving in, in public and down the road and all the, you know, through town and all that stuff, I see less and less people driving around with a mask on in their car. I see less and less people doing that, right? So that's a good sign. That's a good sign. So it, at least it kind of gives a feeling that people are starting to break through a little bit, at least on the surface. Okay. So at least they're taking that step. However, today I had that squashed just a little bit because I went to pick up dinner just a little while ago that I ordered. <laughs> and there was a guy that was pulling out of the intersection, rubber gloves on, latex gloves on, mask windows, <laughs> gripping the steering wheel, like white knuckling around. <laughs> so there's the occasional, right? There's the occasional one. And I do still see some people in the gym working out with the masks on. And it's like, I, I just want to walk over and just rip that mask off their face and say, breathe, for God's sake, breathe, please. You know, uh, maybe, maybe it's a poor man's altitude training. I mean, maybe that's what it is. <laughs> maybe that's it. Yeah. It's like, and believe me, the altitude training with one of those, uh, with one of those specific masks, that is a workout. That is a workout and a half. You really want to give yourself a workout, try one of those, but, but don't do it unless you're in a controlled environment. Don't do it by yourself. Anyway. Yeah. Spring break. Uh, yeah. Spring break. I expect to see more of that, uh, going on with, uh, with spring break. This dude right here, right? The, uh, 
the Joker. I, I got to talk about the Joker because it's just too funny. Miami Beach's Joker, right? The guy with no shirt and his face painted up like the Joker from the Batman movie, waves a U.S. flag atop a car, declares COVID is over as the city resorts to a curfew. It's about the message. It is. It was a social media clickbait thing. Uh, and that's that's what it is. Social media was ablaze with cell phone videos out of the South Beach in Miami Saturday as thousands of spring breakers ignored one year of social distancing guidelines and partied in the streets. One such attendee was a man whose face was painted to resemble Batman nemesis the Joker. <laughs> it's too good. He climbed onto the roof of a car while waving an American flag, telling the dozens of nearby partiers, COVID's over, man. COVID's over, baby. F that. <laughs> uh, to be fair, uh... It's pretty decent. I mean, he looks fairly similar to Joker. Like that's a that's a good yeah. It's good makeup it's, and it's, good. He's got the hair yeah, and everything. He's got the hair and all of it. The green hair, yeah. Mm -hmm. And to be fair, okay, let, let's be honest here. The guy's not doing anything wrong. He's not. He's not damaging anything unless he'd put a couple of dents in the car. Unless it was his own car. But he's not. He's not inciting violence or anything like that. He's not. Uh, he's not threatening people. He's not littering. Not He's 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 a white supremacist, you see. Oh, see, yes, he, he's out there in white face. He's right. he's a tad guy, so clearly he's out there in white face. He's he's culturally appropriating the white man, which is impossible, by the way, because you know clearly the white has no no culture at all. Right. And right. he's he's yeah. so stupid. So stupid. Uh, one video angle of the same incident showed onlookers holding liquor bottles and screaming, "We're watching the world burn," which was a reference to Heath Ledger's role in the Joker character in the. Uh, 2008 film, The Dark Knight. Dozens of spring break vacationers could be seen gathering around to record the Joker-dressed man's announcement near the Collins Avenue and Espinola Way in South Beach. Several attempted to grab the cash or leaflets the man tossed into the air during his mini performance. <laughs> Isn't that great? I mean, hey, if it, if it was real money, you know, I'd, I'd be grabbing some. Yeah, too. okay, dude, you want to toss me some Bitcoin? I'll take some of that. Yeah, right. yeah you, you want to throw some of that out there? I'll take some of that. Uh, the, the, the thing is, I, I don't disagree with his sentiment. Um, it, honestly, if 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 it has to start with the crazy wild spring breakers the, to 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 get out there and and say that COVID's over and open up, maybe maybe it, it'll it'll ring true to the to the older older generations that were once spring breakers. And maybe um, they'll find their cojones and stand up and start opening up and going back to normal. The city mayor described the city as being under siege by spring breakers. What is it with these uh, left wing politicians and saying things are under siege when no one listens to them? What is it with it's that? About, it's about the um, so the wordage they use changes your perception of how, for example, saying the place is under siege, that changes your perspective to be a negative viewpoint right it in it like it's a subconscious thing to where you're instinctively thinking oh this is bad this is a negative this is and then you you, you read the 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 story from a negative standpoint right off the bat so it's all it's all about wording and and wordplay psychology all that fun stuff that the left's been doing for years um it's trying to uh, you know it's weaving a narrative. You know, there's an easy solution to that. Just laugh these people out of existence, literally. Oh, there's 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 many easy solutions uh, on this one. Some of the some of which we cannot talk about. TOS, Bruce. Yeah. You mean sit down with them with a picnic basket and some ice cold lemonade, right? Oh, I mean, I mean, you know, sitting out and and yes, yes, talking with them. Um, of course, yeah, of course, yeah. Share some sandwiches, you know, some homemade sandwiches, right, 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 yeah. Over some fresh baked cookies, yeah, I'm yes. sure. Mm -hmm. You saw the this is the city manager again. You saw the photos from last night. It was quite simply overwhelming. It looked like a rock concert. Oh God, they, it looked like a rock concert. Spring Breakers. It looked like a rock concert. Rock concerts are evil now. Like, yes, what? Yes, you couldn't. Now, Bruce, he says you couldn't see the pavement. You couldn't even see the grass. It was lawless partying. Last time I checked, you're allowed to peacefully assemble and the government can't do jack against it. Uh huh. Hmm. Interesting. Thousands of partiers ignored the state of emergency order on Saturday night and instead amplified partying in the streets. That's why I said just ignore these people. And I'm not advocating for lawlessness or anything like that. That's not what I'm saying. Do it, but do it peacefully and do it responsibly. Yeah. I can't really say it, but I kind of am advocating for lawlessness now. I kind of well, yeah, for... uh, yeah, but peaceful civil disobedience, right? Peaceful civil disobedience. Instead, like if they say, for example, okay. right, they're saying okay. close, the, they're saying close the businesses at 8 p.m. Right? If I'm a business owner, I'm staying open. 
and I'm advertising that I'm staying open. And I'm telling people, hey, come into my place after 8 p.m. I'll serve you. That's what I'm saying. That's my civil disobedience. It's my right to open my business. I pay my taxes for that business. Do you pay your protection money for that business? Okay, yes. Mm-hmm. Fair fair point. And, and yeah, to be, to be clear, I'm not advocating for violence and um, I'm not advocating for in, in, anyone to do anything illegal, but you know, well, what do you do? And, what do you do when legal becomes illegal? Does that make what you're doing? Well, illegal? I guess that, yeah, that's true. Well, no, it's that's kind of what the, they're the doing. Power, here. That makes the power illegal. That makes a, an abuse of power. You're just following your rights. It makes them. So you're resisting the man without actually resisting, resisting the man just following your, your rights. Yeah. 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 Wait, using, wait, I'm using the 60s, Bruce, the man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm, 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 you know, pulling out the whole, yeah. In response to the uh, ignoring of the emergency order and amplifying the partying in the streets, Miami Beach police used SWAT teams and anti-riot gear to disperse the growing throngs of partiers who crowded onto the city streets. Videos posted to social media along the 8th and Ocean, uh, along 8th and Ocean, showed tightly packed partiers swigging bottles of booze and dancing to music as far as the eye could see. That's unbelievable. People drinking and, and dancing to music. Can you imagine in America? Um, you know, uh, I know they probably would have been fired, but if it were me, uh, I, I would have, as law enforcement, I would have been down there. Just uh, I would have shown up. But as far as arresting people and whatnot, no, I'm sorry. No, unless they're doing something actually illegal, like damaging property or something. Yeah, that's different. If they're out there smashing a window or, uh, yeah. you know, wh- whatever, you know, destroying something, defacing property, whatever. All right, fine. You know, we'll, we'll step in there. But like if I'm a cop and I hear somebody say uh, that person's not wearing a mask, you know what I'm going to say? So <laughs> like that's what I'm going to say. Uh, I'm going to say uh, snitches get stitches. Well, you're not being very nice today, are you? <laughs> I am not. not. I am not in a mood for them doing the lockdowns. And I'm 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 done with it, man. Yeah, I think a lot of people are. Europeans are definitely done with it. They've had enough. Uh, all right. Uh, let's I tell you what, let's jump over to uh, let's talk about Joe Biden. All right. Joe fell up the stairs. It's not very often you see people falling up the stairs, right? <laughs> Joe fell up the stairs getting on Air Force One. The media has completely ignored it. Like they haven't even touched it at all. Now, if Trump had done this, not three oh times, but once, if he even halfway stumbled, oh my God. Well, he did kind of halfway stumble when uh, the he ramp? took it easy going down the, yeah, he took it easy oh. going down it because it was wet and slick. He So he took it slow. He, I mean, he's in leather dress shoes. Of course you're going to take it slow. And it was and, raining. It had just stopped and it was raining. raining. So yeah. it was a little so, slick. Yeah, but you've seen how the media reported on it. Oh, he's old and feeble. He's old and frail. He can't go down the stair, uh, the ramp. And and then we have an actual old feeble guy going upstairs, falling not once, not twice, but three times. But I heard a fair argument, and I'll, I'll give this uh, this argument some some play. When you're wearing a mask, it is actually difficult to to see the stairs when you're climbing without looking down because of the mask in the way. So that, fair that, point. that's a fair argument. Fair However, point. he was also running up the stairs as if he was still in his 20s or 30s and stumbled. So the first stumble, he should have slowed down and climbed the stairs a bit slower. But instead, he was so prideful and arrogant that he got up and did the same thing again two more times and stumbled. Uh, so uh, I give him the first bit of credit for the first stumble because of the mask. But then past that, the other ones are because of your arrogance. And it's his arrogance because he's like, let's have a push-up contest. Let's go out back and we'll have, you know, fisticuffs or, or whatever. Like, the dude is, he's he's full of pride and arrogant, and he fell. I think you're forgetting the most important thing, Bruce, the reason why he fell. I don't think it was the mask. It's quite clear what it was. It was climate change. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, it, it was, was, uh, it was my, the wind. The wind. It was it, all that wind that day. It was it was climate change. I can't get that out of my head. Trump hitting the golf ball. I can't, I can't get that out. Of uh, my yeah, head. that was a great meme. That was a great. There's, meme. there's a meme floating around of Trump teeing off on the golf course and the ball hits Biden as he falls down. Uh, the media uh, maintains silence on humiliating Biden Air Force One fall. They've completely, as like I said, they've completely ignored. I haven't seen it anywhere. It's not even floating around on YouTube. It's not even trending on YouTube. It's like it doesn't even exist on YouTube. It's gone. I, I wonder if it's like what Twitter was doing with BLM and how they pushed BLM to the top, even though it wasn't trending. I wonder if they're pushing it down because it is trending and it makes Biden look bad. I mean, even Putin knows Biden is not there and he's not in control. 
he was taunting Biden to come and have a debate on live television. Uh, I mean, hey, look, I don't like Putin. I don't like, you know, the, the, the policies that he has. But I would love to see a debate between the two of them. An ex-KGB guy, head of the KGB, going against the current president who doesn't even know where he's at. Uh, that would be entertaining. I've got a piece here on Putin. We'll get to him here in a minute. He was he did a photo op out in uh, Siberia with his defense minister in sheepskin. <laughs> He's dining out in the cold, getting out of a snowcat. It's hilarious. We'll, we'll talk about it here in a minute. Uh, MSNBC, the L.A. Times, CBS News, The Washington Post, The New York Times and others have yet to report on the incident which occurred at Joint uh, Joint Base Andrews. Who comes up with that name? What, what happened to Andrews Air Force Base? Why don't you just leave it? As the president was preparing to take off for Georgia. Does it mean Joint Base? Is it like mo- like Air Force, Army, Marine? Like, is it yeah. multiple branches that yeah, use yeah, yeah. it? And that's why yeah. they, okay. Now they've renamed it to that. It's like, why don't you just okay. name it Andrews Air Force? But why? Why? It's an Air Force base. It's clearly under the purview of the Air Force. Your other branches are using it as well. Just leave it Air Force Base. Just, yeah. yeah, like they, like they do that over here all the time. It's like Air Base. Just leave it. What? <laughs> Stupid. Yeah, I, I agree. Well, it's it's like they're changing the name of the cafeterias from Chow Hall to, what was it, Warrior Restaurant? Or it's, something a like hall. it's a Chow it's Hall. It's a Chow Hall. Every military base I've ever been on all of my life, Chow Hall, right? Here's Chow yeah. Hall, arrow that way. Yeah, Chow Hall. Yeah. Whether my, it's my, Army, he, Navy, Marines, doesn't matter. Chow Hall. Even my grandpa, who was uh, he, he was in like Korea about that time period. He was mm-hmm. in the military. They call it a chow hall. Uh, you know, uh, World War II, like uh, great grandpa, chow hall. Like it's been called chow hall at least since World War II. I was on a uh, I was on an air base in Ohio and uh, it was Air Force Base in, in Ohio. And uh, I went on there for something. Ran a stop sign in front of two MPs. <laughs> bad mistake i ran i didn't mean to right i I ran a stop sign and uh i remember seeing the signs even back then chow hall this way right chow hall that way of course that you know how the military bases are they've got like nine signs right and they've got arrows going all different directions on whatever the you know whatever hall you need to go to or whatever place building you need to go to or annex you need to go to so yeah commissary this way you know motor pool that way chow hall this way you know that kind of thing chow hall it's a chow hall anyway According to the Daily Mail, CNN, NBC, and ABC News all featured brief mentions of the incident, all assuring people that the president is fine after the stumble. Now, to his credit, he did recover. He, he did have a good recovery after stumbling at his age. I got to give him that. He did have a good recovery. Yeah, you could tell he, he uh, the third time he stops and like kind of rubbed his shin a bit because uh, he probably scuffed it up more than likely. He probably... Uh, Peeled oh, some doctor skin. on the plane was probably looking him over as soon as he got in there. Yeah. And, and it I don't know if it was the same foot that he injured it in the past. I mean, it could have easily have been a cognitive thing thinking, oh, I still have leg pain or foot pain. Um, and he didn't lift his feet right. He could have been tired. I mean, there, there's a lot of things that you could attribute it to. But nonetheless, uh, it looks really bad when you, you, you don't even know where you're at. So... <laughs> exactly yeah that's the first thing that comes to my mind yeah where's my pants (laughs) maybe uh, i don't know just just as a little uh side note i'll give biden this credit he did recover unlike lebron james oh ouch he's gonna be the sponsor of a new uh morning energy drink that's a hell of a thing to say i had to i'm not a huge fan of lebron no, no, he's turned out to be quite a disappointment, hasn't he? Yeah, he's a bit of a douche. Uh, not, J- just not, a little not a bit. Yeah, just, just a little bit. Uh, one notable exception is the right-leaning New York, po- New York Post. Are they right-leaning? Would you actually call them right-leaning? I call them center. Yeah. Uh, New York Post, well, right-leaning to the current Overton window. Uh, fair enough. Um, okay, yeah, fair yeah. point. Uh, which even ran the article titled, Karma's a Trip, that time Biden mocked Trump over a slippery ramp descent, which is what you were talking about. The Trump stumble ironically enough, was the front page of many of the outlets that for some reason haven't covered the Biden stumble with the same amount of enthusiasm. Do you remember what Drudge did when Trump had that little tiny slip up, like he missed one step, one Mm -hmm. step, and it was red linked and and sirens and the lights were going off, flashing lights and everything. Trump stumbles. Did he have a stroke? Did he have a stroke? (laughs) Is he capable of being president still? Yeah. Do we need to look at doing the 25th Amendment? Or pulling it or whatever. Is it 25th or 24th? Whatever. Now, isn't this sad? The foreign media 
have picked up the slack on this one. Especially in the Anglo world, the UK outlets are having a field day with the news with titles such as, listen to this, US President Joe Biden falls over three times trying to climb the stairs of Air Force One. Air Force gone, Joe Biden, 78, falls three times on plane stairs months after injuring a foot. Another headline, Biden slips three times in Air Air Force One fall. Isn't that pretty sad? The foreign press has given it more coverage than our own domestics. Isn't that awful? Of course, I wouldn't call them press. I'd call them propagandists. But but outside the U.S., you have to make the U.S. look bad. And inside the U.S., you have to make the leaders look great and the, the previous policies bad. Propaganda 101. All right, Putin, right? We talked about Putin. Putin grins. Listen to this, right? He, Putin did a photo op. It's hilarious, right? I'm just, I'm, I'm laughing at it just because it's Putin. And he's, you know, it, it's like this, this public relations bickering fight that's going on right now because of this whole thing with, with Biden. Okay. So this is what Putin's done, right? Listen to this <laughs> just because it's funny. Putin grins in a sheepskin two piece as he dines al fresco during Siberian photo shoot with his defense minister after issuing listen to this right this is where it gets funny after issuing a new kill list of targets including six people living in britain um yeah so just just on a comparison uh granted uh putin is a little bit younger uh than biden so uh, you know there's that he uh, has a much more um how can i say this direct political background yeah yeah well, in we'll other words um, in other words in Putin's political background, there were no mistakes. None. Oh, if there were any mistakes, they were promptly dealt with with a little bit of, um, yes. you know, yeah. cyanide or, or you know, something else, some other radioactive material in their food, you know, something like that. Actually, I, I was thinking Putin was actually younger than he is. He's 68, so he's only yeah, 10 years but younger. he's he's going to be in there. He changed the, the way that he's going to be in office. So he's going to be in there until he's like, what, 85 now or something? Isn't that what it is? Sort of. So he's um, he's going to retire, but he's still going to be able to pull strings like he's still going to be the puppet master, if you will. Uh, is he going to retire? Gonna is he actually going to do it? Yeah, he says he's going to retire because of health. So it's going to be within the next year or so. He's probably got to set up the mechanisms and everything to. Yeah, he's got to put um, the network in for. Yeah. 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 So uh, but he, he says he's going to retire uh, for health reasons. So we'll see. Could just be propaganda. Usually when you it could be usually when you have a high ranking member of the Russian government say they're going to retire for health reasons <laughs> that usually. Yeah. Just like the pope left the last pope left for health reasons. Right. And he's still there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Health reasons. Yeah, yeah. sure. Mm hmm. Vladimir Putin has released a terrifying new kill list, right? Quote, I'm doing the quotes, right? Kill list of dissidents and opponents of his authoritarian rule. Six critics living in Britain, including businessman Bill Browder and former MI6 officer Christopher Steele. Russian President Vladimir Putin released tough guy images of himself driving an all-terrain vehicle over a frozen bridge. As I said, just photo up. Is this the same steel that did the steel dossier? Uh, it could be. Just might be. Yeah. Because, Christopher uh, Steele, the steel dossier. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it kind of painted Russia in a bad picture with that yeah. steel dossier. And it's kind of funny that he releases that, you know, as a, you know, his little photo op and you know, all that stuff, the, the steel dossier. Yeah. You know, that piece of garbage they took to the FISA court 17 times, that one. And they lied to the yeah. FISA court 17 yeah. times. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, the federal government, no, they never lie. No, of no. course not. No, of course no. not. No. He then joined the defense minister, Sergei Shoigu, sorry if I mispronounced that, for a picnic in the wilderness with empty vodka glasses. I would have at least had the glasses filled. I mean, that's not very proper, right? I mean, that's, that's, that's Russian, right? What's more Russian than vodka, right? Relations between Russia and Western governments are at their lowest since the end of the Cold War because you let me explain something. This is what I think. This is just my opinion. Okay, I'm going to talk about what I think is going on here behind the scenes. This is just my opinion. Bruce, please tell me if you disagree or you have a different point. But I was thinking about this. Why are the Western governments, Western governments, not just the U.S., but the Western governments and the media? Why are they poking Russia with a stick? Why are they trying to provoke the Russians into a war? Why? And you know that's what Um, they're doing. But here's my take. Here's my take. And I'll see if you disagree with it. Here's my take. I think that you've got the Western governments and the media outlets that are doing the bidding of their Chinese Communist Party operatives and handlers that are doing what they're told to push Russia. The reason they're pushing Russia is to take the heat off of China. 
when in the meantime, it's China behind the scenes pulling the strings with the Western governments. Now, China is not ready for a conflict on the international stage. Militarily, they're not ready. They still need about seven to nine years to build. They're not ready. So if China gets into a direct conflict with the West right now, that's going to be a bad play for China. They're going to lose. So they need something else. If they can get the West provoked into a conflict or a standoff with the Russians, that allows the Russians to be offered up and the Chinese can come in and back the Russians and offer them up as front line while it gives them more time to to prepare and to, and to plan behind the scenes. That's just my opinion. So it's the Chinese that are actually double crossing the Russians. But at the same time, they're going to placate on their same side because they'll say, oh, well, we can back you up. We'll supply you kind of like we did with the Lend-Lease program with the Soviets against the Germans. Just my opinion. Now, do you have a counterpoint to that? Do you think I'm wrong? Do you have another uh, take um, on that? That's just my opinion. I have nothing to back that up with. I'm just looking at the way things are playing out. So I, I agree to a, to an extent. I'm not sure. I'm not sure China is going to backstab them just yet. Um, I, I don't think. No, they, they, they can't. Not even. They can't. Well. Well, as far as backstabbing, they may not even backstab. They may they might come in and just take it over in the sense of, you know, depending on who they get in politically, uh, they may have someone that's uh, um, willing to join the Chinese, if you will. And they may become a, um, uh, what do you call it, where a country is um, under another, what, 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 there's a term for that, uh, from feudal days. Anyway, uh, whatever. I, I, I think they would become possibly subservient to China in a sense before uh, before China would really backstab them. And the reason I say that is uh, the manufacturing and stuff, there's a lot to gain from China. And uh, they're, they're getting dependent on that as well as they gain, you know, oil money. So I don't know. I mean, yeah, I could I could see yours. I, I could see that. But provoking them into a war, uh, they need that for the the agendas going forward to to enact the Great Reset, yeah. 2030 control, all yeah. that. COVID's they need apart. that cyber war. Yeah. Yeah. COVID's falling apart. People are out in the streets. They're not going to put up this lockdown garbage over the summer. It's not going to happen. Right. People want to get out. They've had enough. Our businesses have been hammered. That's enough of this 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 BS. Right. Even the even the French president, Emmanuel Macron, he even he knows it. He says this next lockdown is probably going to be the straw that breaks the camel's back. And you know something? You governments are going to pay for this. You're going to pay for this. All you bureaucrats, you're going to pay for this. Every last one of you, you're going to pay for it legally. We're not going to do it. Oh, yeah. They're going to have to pay for this. You're going to pay this. You don't get to ruin people's lives and destroy generations of wealth and prosperity for your own sick, selfish needs. You don't get to do this and get away with it. You don't. There's more of us than there are of you. Look out in the streets. Have you seen the streets lately that your own media outlets are ignoring? There's more of us than there are of you. You will pay for this. I, I, I hope the majority of the population agrees with that. Um, I'm, I'm yet to seeing the majority. I, I see a, a good a good start, a good bit of minority starting to to rise up. But I, I sincerely hope that the majority is of the same mind. I want to see the same response out of the Americans in America that I'm seeing out of the Europeans in Europe. That's what I want to see. I'm, I'm wondering where it is. I'm not seeing it. I, I don't quite understand what's going on here. Now, I know that Americans, we really don't go out and we don't protest a lot of stuff. But uh, I think given the circumstances of this one, we kind of need to get up off of our asses here, don't you think? Just a little bit, maybe. We, we kind of need to get up off the recliners. Yeah. Turn the football off. Turn the baseball off. All the rest of it. Uh, I think it's about time we do that. Or am I wrong? Well, even 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 if they didn't turn it off, just get out there and protest. Like, get out there and open your businesses. You guys can still watch your football, your baseball, your basketball, whatever. But uh, just get out there and, you know, uh, open your businesses. We just need to go back to quote unquote normal. Not a new normal. Yeah, screw them and their new normal. Uh, shove it back in their faces. Open your businesses. Go back to work. Law enforcement tried to uh, arrest you or shut you down. Tell them to bugger off. You're not welcome here if you're going to do that kind of stuff. And just open up. You know, as we said before, uh, get together with other businesses in your area and open up as a, as a group. All of you. Uh, they, they can't arrest all of you. Um, so if you're willing to, to open up your businesses, 100%. Don't, don't do this. None of this like, you know, 25% or any of that. Open it up. Just full. And if you're concerned about, you know, uh, the legal repercussions or somebody suing or whatever, then, you know, uh, do, do the mass mandate or, or the, the social distancing or whatever. Just open it up. It, it, it's time to open it up. You know, I, I just scrolled down and I started looking. I, I still have the, the Putin thing up, the photo up. 
and, and I just scrolled down. Do you know why he did this? I'll tell you exactly why he did this. I'm sitting here, I'm looking at all these things, like he's he's in like a wood shop and looking at, you know, doing all this outdoorsy stuff, and they're dining outside in the, uh, in the snow in Siberia, and he's driving this, um, uh, this vehicle across uh, bridges and, and all the rest, rest of that stuff. You know what he's doing? And he's kind of, he's leaning out of it, being all like proud and everything. It's a photo op to show that he's actually being a strong leader. That's what he's doing. You're not going to see yeah. Joe Biden doing stuff like this. He can't. Uh, that's the point. Is he Joe Biden can't go out there and do this stuff. He he goes out. He's all talk at this point. He doesn't have any of the muscle to 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 you know match the the talk. It's like they did with the uh, uh, what was it called the um, the thing with uh, Biden on the campaign trail with the uh, oh hell uh, it was it was his car collection like his classic car collection and he's out there in like this. This old, uh, what was it, like an old Corvette or something like that. And he puts his aviators on and everything. <laughs> it's like no one buys that crap, right? How many times there were no gaffes in the whole video. How many times did they have to take that before they could get it right? Right. How many times did they have to do that? So, yeah, anyway. All right. Um, let's talk about this. We talked about let's finish up on this point. We had talked a while back, right? Trump got banned off of all the social media and everything, right? We talked a while back about Trump possibly starting his own social media network. One of his advisors, uh, Jason Miller, has come out and said that Trump will unveil his own platform in the coming months that will completely redefine the game of social media. What do we think about that? Uh, if he's willing to go out into the social media market and start doing something, uh, just think, think about it just in the United States. OK, let's, let's look at it like this. OK, let's let's put the rest of the world out of it for the moment. Right. Because there's a lot of people that were fans of Trump around the world, not just the U.S., but they were fans of Trump. And it, it wasn't necessarily that they liked it, as Marty's talked about here before. It's not necessarily that they liked him per se, but they liked the fact that you had somebody that was willing to actually stand up and fight for their country. That's what people liked. They didn't care who it was. They liked that there was somebody that was willing to do that. Nearest I can tell, none of these European leaders, with the exception of a few Eastern Bloc countries, are actually willing to do it. So they like Trump for that. Now, let's look at it like this. In the U.S., the number of Trump voters you had, forget the voter fraud. I'm not talking about any of that stuff, okay? Or whatever you think went on there, okay? I'm, I'm not talking about that. The number of people that voted for Trump were somewhere between 70 and 90 million people this last election. Somewhere between that number. I'm going to, I'm, I'm given a 20 million margin in there because there's, uh, there are legitimate like fraud things and stuff that were talked about that you can prove that the courts just wouldn't hear. I'm not talking about voting machines or anything like that. I'm talking about dead people voting and, and things like that. OK, so we can attribute a lot of fraud. OK, but that happens on both sides. That happens on both sides. It always has. So somewhere between 70 and 90 million people voted for Trump. So there you have one hell of a user base to start with, don't you? That's one hell of a user base to start with. 70 million people, even if you take the low end, 70 million people to start a social media company to get users in the door. That's a lot of ad revenue right there. You got 70 million potential customers? Oh, yeah. So I see that just in the US as being a potential to be a, a, a very successful network, not to mention the people that will join worldwide. That would really take the fight right to Twitter and Facebook's doorstep, I think, would rival Parler and Gab. Only because of his brand. Only because everybody knows yes. Trump and that would propel him forward. But honestly, uh, is he going to be able to do the infrastructure to handle the load? I don't know. That's the other thing. If you can kind of what about this? What if he put it behind a blockchain system? I mean, you could do that for like the logging in and everything, but you can't really mm -hmm. do that for like the, the entire system itself. Mm -hmm. I, at least I don't know how to do it offhand personally. Welcome to try. I mean, you know, let, let, let's see what you can do. I'm, I'm not against it. So, well, think about this, right? So what are conservatives being told now? Well, you don't like it. Go build your own, right? Isn't that what we're being told? You don't like it. Go yeah. build your own. Banking, businesses, anything. You don't like it. Go build your own. Okay. Well, if you've got a marketplace of 70 million customers just to start with on day one, that seems like a good place to be a springboard for a platform to move your business, doesn't it? So the other catch, though, is you have, for example, Parler. There's already a lot of Trump supporters that are on Parler. And, and they a lot would of leave. They would leave. If Trump had his own platform, yeah, they would leave. Possibly. Possibly. But it also depends on the policies that he puts in place and how how effective or how how good of a product he presents. If he's able to present a product that competes with uh, uh, the, the, the other Twitters, Facebooks, all those, if you can put a product out there 
hell, if you could put a product out there that incorporates the two, Facebook, uh, Twitter, TikTok, all those, if you could make one that encompasses all of that in one, I mean, yeah, maybe. Uh, maybe you'd be able to, to take on the entire market. At the moment, the only thing that could do that that's out there right now that I could see of being someone that, what'd you say, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok, if it were a combination yeah, of those three? Basically, yeah, having like the Facebook being more of like your uh, thing of like a whiteboard, you post something on, on a, you know, something that's a, more of a classic forum. Yeah. Whereas Twitter is more of a, a kind of a chat text system. And then a TikTok being like a YouTube or a, a place to upload videos and whatnot. If you could incorporate all of those together and have a system for videos, uh, having a standard like, you know, like your profile page that you can interact with people there. And that's more of a long term, uh, you know, uh, or, or longer in between chats. There's a longer time period. And then having the Twitter, which is more of your quick conversations and whatnot. So yeah, if you could, if you can incorporate all of that to have a long form, short form and video format at the same time, um, you, you potentially, and maybe even an instant messaging because Facebook has their instant messaging thing. So if you could do all of those things at once, potentially you, you could corner the market. Telegram. That, that, that's basically what, what Telegram's kind of, uh, starting to go towards. So that, that's why I'm kind of like, he's going to have to make a really good product. To, to compete with uh, Parler, Telegram, uh, Gab, you know, the, the, the other ones that are out there uh, that are doing the same thing, already established. Um, they, people might be willing to move, but if you have a following already created on one platform, you're not going to, for example, if you're someone like us that, that is doing podcasts or you're a, an influencer or something, you might expand your reach to the, the Trump social network, but you're going to retain your Twitter, your Parler, your Facebook, you're just going to you're going to branch out and have more. So the people that are already on Parler, if you have a following already there, you're going to stay there unless the entire following moves to the other, you know, so having more uh, branches like that gives you more exposure. It gives you more potential for, uh, you know, money making. You know, I kind of like what uh, what Telegram's been doing over the last few months. Uh, they've they've really picked it up uh, and they've really stepped up. And I, you know something, I think COVID, as much as you hate COVID, it's forced companies to reinvent things and go another way. And I think it's pushed things in a direction that they otherwise might not have gone. Uh, if you look at what companies had to do, they kind of had to scramble to create these, these virtual infrastructures to get business done so business could continue on. Uh, and I think the the company that's actually done the most of that, in my humble opinion, is Telegram in the last year because they've added so much and they've created such an opportunity for new people in that platform. As in, don't start screwing with people. Don't start censoring people. Don't start shutting people off. Don't start regulating all this crap like these other big tech companies are doing. So they've they've established themselves on that front. They offer a great encryption service. It's a cloud-based service. And now everything that they've done as far as adding live chats to their systems, and they're going to have video chats to mass audiences coming in the spring of this year. That's going to be fantastic. They say that they're moving forward with content creators in mind. And they've got new statistics systems that are out. I'll send you over our statistics, right, of our Telegram channel. Uh, it, I, I just pulled that a couple of days or yesterday. I sent it over to Marty. Uh, and we're working on some things. We're, we're getting ourselves established over on Telegram as an alternate platform. And you know what? It's fantastic what they're doing over there. I think it's great. And as a matter of fact, what we're looking at doing right now, and I've talked to you and to uh, to Marty about this, we're talking about setting up, for those of you that are subscribed to us on our Telegram channel, we're talking about setting up a live Q&A. So if any of you have questions, you can join the voice chat, you can click to, to raise your hand, and you can come in and you can actually speak to us live. Uh, we're thinking about doing that. So, But like I said, we're in the process now of making sure they get all the kinks worked out of the system and we're, we're getting familiar with the process on how it works. Um, as a matter of fact, I've seen a couple of the uh, higher end influencers actually start up their own voice chats just to try it. But once they do that, see, here's the problem. You got so many people flooding in there that they can't manage it. So they have to close it down. So we need to figure out and get all the ins and outs on how that system works. But we're looking at doing something like that in the coming days. And I think that's great too, because it gives you a chance to have an interactive audience as opposed to 
having the conversations one way. Maybe you, the listener out there, maybe you want to come on, but you don't want to sit down and you don't want to talk to us for an entire hour. You just want to ask us one or two questions. Okay, well, you can do that. And by doing that, by bouncing that off of us, maybe that's going to cause us to think a, a different way. Maybe that's going to set us in a different path that we otherwise wouldn't have gone on. That's valuable feedback for us to have as well. So setting up a live feedback forum like that to, to promote the dialogue between people, that's what we're missing in society now. This is what's not happening out in the world. We're not talking to people. And this platform, Telegram, they're actually promoting something that is allowing people to do this on a mass scale. And I think that can be a, that, that can be a fantastic medium to, to accomplish real social change down the line. What do you think? I agree. Uh, the, the one hesitation I have, the one concern, the one thing I would caution both Trump social media and Telegram and the others don't put your eggs all in one basket. Because if True. we, for example, they start doing all this, that's great. I hope they do. But then what happens when Google, Amazon says, we're not going to allow your service anymore. They can block them from being able to access it. <laughs> so what if ISPs say, well, you can't use Telegram anymore. We're not going to allow you. How, do you, how are you going to stop it? How are you going to stop your ISP from blocking you from doing that? Or perhaps ISP says, no more encrypted data. Well, uh, what are you going to do? You know, I mean, that that eliminates Signal, that eliminates Telegram, that eliminates VPNs. So, you know, I, I, I agree we should be doing these kind of systems. But at the same time, we have to look at Internet providers. We have to look at uh, the infrastructure behind that. We have to look at I mean, I'm all for doing this, but we can't we can't skimp on this because there's still ways for us to be shut down. And True. we need to we need to have all avenues open. Thanks for bursting my bubble, Bruce. I appreciate that. Oh, not bursting it. I'm I'm in agreement with you. I'm just saying don't stop there. Keep going. You go and you go and you go and you don't stop till these people are in chains. That's the way it is. Because they will take and take and take and you will be the one in chains if you don't. Or until we have two large corporations of the conservatives and then the the crazies that want to control the world and then we end up duking it out between each other. That's kind Gee, of I wonder right. which one will actually win that. Think about it. Think just think about it. If you had those two systems, okay, one of those systems is run by producers. The other one is run by a bunch of narcissistic, lethargic handouts. Which one of those systems do you think would survive? Well, surviving is one thing. Winning is another. Because really, in that scenario, it, it depends on who's willing to break the rules the most. Well, I can already tell you who would win. We would win because we would outproduce and outcompete. Just my yeah, opinion. but it would just take one nuke and then game's over. Oh, you're always I mean, a doomsdayer. You're always a doomsdayer. Hey, when when you're out to rule the world, what is your limit? When do you stop and say you're not going to? You're not. Where's your line? Well, as a, a I don't want to rule the world. So there's. I guess that's where my my line is. is yeah, I'm not. Yeah, okay. I, I'm not somebody that wants to to control someone else's life. You know, that's the last thing I've ever wanted to do is sit here and tell people how to think. So that's just not me. Agreed. And, and I guess that to be fair, you don't want to nuke the population you're going to control. So no, no, I don't. You, you want those slaves. Way to be a pessimist, Bruce. <laughs> hey, man, I'm in a snarky mood today. Sorry. I can tell, man. It's been a little bit more lax today. So it has been a decent conversation, I have to admit. Uh, we do advertise as no nonsense, but I guess the, the Joker down in Miami Beach kind of threw that one off, didn't it? Well, I mean, it's not nonsense, uh, uh, really. I, I think it's... Um, it's a necessary... Well, it's it's, it's a necessary, necessary yeah, necessary yeah. nonsense. Uh, but the, the Putin thing, Putin and sheepskin, that's just hilarious. That, that's hilarious. Yeah, that, that's that's very meme-y. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of memes about that. I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be that, of course, and it's going to be, uh, you know, maybe that'll replace uh, him shirtless on a white horse now, huh? Uh, no, I think, well, it, uh, a bear, I think. It was, was it a bear? It, 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 yeah, oh, okay. it's a bear. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, that's I right. Mean, Kim Jong-un's on a white horse. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. Well, and also... Islamic leaders and um, well, pretty much anybody that's dictator, they they tend to have a white horse. Interestingly, <laughs> enough. I saw a meme today of um, Kim Jong Un. He's on the phone to Biden. He says, "You suck. Bring back Orange Man with the hot wife." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. The media missed a, a perfect opportunity for for ratings and whatnot to uh, flaunt Melania, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're out of time. We are going to have to go, but it's been fascinating to sit down. For those of you who have not jumped into our Telegram channel, I just mentioned a laundry list of why you need to get on Telegram. So you're wasting time. 
Uh, that is a long list of uh, why you need to be over there. So uh, get yourself registered to Telegram. Get joined up over there. Get signed up to us. Just search for us when you get there. Search for Dynamic Independence, where public channel will pop right up. Click join. You'll be subscribed to us. You'll get all of our podcasts we put out here every day. And you'll also get an exclusive podcast we put out once a week. And you'll be able to take part in the live Q&A that we're going to be doing in the coming days once we get that set up. So uh, be sure that you get signed up to us over there because we want to hear your opinion straight from you. That's what we want to hear. Also, if you'd like to reach out to us, you can do so anytime by dropping us a line at tips at dynamicindependence.com. And we would ask you to pass this along to friends, family, and known associates. We are trying to grow here as much as possible, but we do need your help in order to do that. So if you could pass this along, we would appreciate that. We're available everywhere you get your podcast. Also, if you're rating podcasts, give us a rating when you get a chance. That would be great as well. Five stars would be a plus. Thank you very much. Thank you for being here today, Bruce. Thank you to all the listeners. Everyone have a great evening.